The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The New York Giants might not be in quarterback hell entering the 2024 NFL season but they are certainly in what you could call quarterback purgatory at this point in time. How do they get out? That'll be the subject of today's Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View Radio network. Giants fans, we know the situation that the Giants are in at quarterback heading into the 2024 season. Daniel Jones coming off a season-ending torn ACL. Giants are insistent at this point in time that they still believe in Daniel Jones. They are saying that they believe that Jones will be ready for the beginning of the 2024 NFL season. GM Joe Shane has said a couple of times recently that the organization believes at this point that Jones should be ready for the start of training camp at the end of July, beginning of August. And and all of that is good news. All of that is helpful for the, the beginning of the 2024 NFL season. But the question still remains, even after five years, is the question still remains as to whether or not Daniel Jones is the quarterback who can take the New York Giants to the places that they would like to go. Is he a franchise guy? Is he the guy that they can build around for the next several years? And and at this point, I've said several times that five years into Jones' career, the fact that we're still asking that question is problematic. We've seen one Really outstanding season from Jones. 2022, first year with Brian Dable and Joe Shane when he helped the Giants to a 10-8-1 overall record. Surprising playoff berth. Surprising playoff victory over the Minnesota Vikings. Got paid after that season. Four years, $160 million deal. $82 million guaranteed. Numbers that surprised a lot of people, but that I've said over and over are pretty much in line with just what the starting quarterback market is these days. So the numbers are what they are. The The key factor for the Giants in that deal is that it was really a two-year deal, two years of guaranteed money in that. The only guaranteed money in the third year is money that could be guaranteed for injury. 
if Jones suffers another debilitating injury in the 2024 season. But basically, it's a two-year deal that the Giants can get out of after the 2024 season if they feel that they need or want to do that. And, And as I said, Giants are in quarterback purgatory. It's a uh, it's a topic that I addressed at BigBlueView.com also on Thursday on uh, on Wednesday morning. We'll be going over some of the key questions facing the Giants during the offseason at BigBlueView.com, and I will do the same here occasionally on the podcast as well. And what I did at BigBlueView.com is I looked at the situation through the Jones lens and then how you solve it in in either free agency or the draft. And, and the fact of the matter is that I think the Giants need to do both. I think they need to have protection in the short term, and it's also time for them to begin to plan and at least be prepared to move on from Jones in the long term. In the short term, Joe Shane has said that although they feel really good about Jones' recovery from that knee surgery, that they feel he'll be ready for the start of the 2024 NFL season, there are no guarantees. They have to be protected in case he's not. It was clear to me at the end of the 2023 season that they don't think Tommy DeVito, despite DeVito mania, despite the the three wins in a row, despite all the hysteria, the popularity, all of that, they don't think Tommy DeVito is the long-term answer as the backup quarterback, as the guy that Joe Sheen says can win you some games early in the season if Jones isn't ready to play. Tyrod Taylor, who's been the, the, the number two quarterback for the last two years as a free agent, there's a possibility that Taylor could come back in 2024, but my instinct tells me that the whole situation with Tommy DeVito being passed over by DeVito for some starts after he came back after Taylor came back from from broken ribs during the 2023 season has kind of soured Taylor on the Giants organization maybe on playing for Brian Dable. I think Tyrod Taylor's going to look for another opportunity. The question for the Giants is going to be where do they shop in the free agent backup quarterback market? Do they shop at the top of that market? Do they shoot for Gardner Minshew, who made a Pro Bowl in 2023 after taking over for an injured Anthony Richardson? Do they sh- do they do they shop at the top of that market for a guy like Jacoby Brissett, eight-year veteran who's got close to 50 NFL starts, and and is a really good player? Or do they set their sights a little bit lower? Do they shop in the middle of that market? Do they shop for for a guy like Mitch Trubisky? Do they shop for a Joshua Dobbs? You know, what do they do they maybe shop for, you know, for a Sam Darnold or a Drew Locke or someone like that? I don't know how they'll approach that, but They have to go out and have another veteran quarterback. They have Tommy DeVito on the roster. They have Jacob Eason on the roster. But I don't think think they're looking at either of those guys as the answer for a guy that they would be really happy 
if that player had to start, you know, week one of the 2024 NFL season. So my expectation is they have to go out and sign someone in free agency, someone who's had starting experience, someone who has at least, you know, recently in the NFL, recently played well in the NFL. I don't know if that's Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky didn't play well for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, but the reason why Trubisky keeps coming to mind for me is the fact that he was with Joe Shane and Brian Dable with the Buffalo Bills in 2021. And Drew Raves, never, I don't think he ever got to play that season as the backup for Josh Allen, but he drew Raves for, for the way that he worked that offseason. And I think at this point in his career, Trubisky understands that he's a backup. He So he might be the guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's the guy that I would chase, but I'm interested to see what level of veteran backup the Giants pursue in 2024. I think that will tell us about their real confidence level in Daniel Jones, and it might also give us a glimpse of what their plans are in the 2024 NFL draft at the quarterback position. Just how highly are they really and truly considering you know, pursuing a quarterback in the draft? Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Let's talk about the uh, the draft scenarios right now. Giants at number six in the in the first round. More than likely, that is not going to be a position where they're going to be able to get one of the top three: Caleb Williams of USC, Drake May of North Carolina, Jaden Daniels of, of of LSU. Maybe, maybe the Giants get lucky if they really want a quarterback and one of uh, one of May or Daniels falls to number six, if that happens to be a player that they're enamored with, that they really think they can go forward with, then perhaps they make that selection. Part of me thinks that the whole quarterback early in the draft for the Giants is complicated by the situation that the Giants find themselves in entering 2024. And that situation really is that I'm referring to is really the the third year of the 
Joe Shane, Brian Dable tenure. This isn't year one for those guys. This isn't, you know, we can do anything and everything to go out and, and get the quarterback that we want. We can mortgage the, you know, we can mortgage the draft to get the guy that we want. There's two years of track record now for for Dayball and Shane, and there's a little bit of pressure on Brian Dayball entering year three. There's speculation that he could be on the hot seat after a six and eleven season, after a a tumultuous year with a lot of of back and forth about how well or how poorly he treats coaches. There's the specter of of guys like like Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and Pete Carroll not having gotten coaching jobs in this 2024 hiring cycle. Guys, excuse me, guys who all want to continue to work and will probably find jobs in 2025. There's probably other coaches, you know, other guys that that would be interviewed if if by chance the Giants decided to move on, but a lot of speculation about about those big name coaches looking for work. So there's heat on Brian Dable. And it leads me to the question of, can the Giants draft a quarterback at number six, a guy who's probably not going to be their week one starter, a guy who probably wouldn't start if he started at all in 2024 under under ideal circumstances, that quarterback's not going to start until late in the season anyway, if not until 2025. Can Brian Dable and Joe Shane afford to use the sixth overall pick in the draft, a place where you can and should be able to get an impact player who can help you win games in 2024. Are you in a situation where you can afford to use that sixth overall pick on a player who's probably not going to be a starting player or at least not going to be a full-time starting player for you in 2024. He may not help you win games in 2024, may not help you keep your job in 2024. So can you make that long-term decision? Can you afford to trade up to to three or four in the draft? Can you give up that much draft capital to get a quarterback? Again, giving up a lot of valuable draft capital for a guy who may be the long-term answer, but he may be the long-term answer after you're gone. So can you afford to make that move if you're Joe Shane and Brian Dable? I don't know. I think it's a factor in how all of this plays out. Could the Giants draft someone at number six and then use their extra draft capital? They have two picks in the second round thanks to their trade of Leonard Williams to the Seattle Seahawks. Could they use some of that extra draft capital to get back up into the first round to select someone from the J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Michael Penix uh, tier of quarterbacks? Perhaps they can do that. It's a uh, That's a, a scenario that I happen to like because then you get your quarterback, potential quarterback of the future, I should say, and you also get a top 10 impact player as well. Possibly you take the number six overall pick and you trade down into the middle of the first round. I usually support that strategy. That may or may not be a, a way to go this time around. Again, I have a hard time I have a hard time leaving the top 10, leaving that tier of players if you can get 
you know, a Malik Neighbors or a Romo Dunze, or you can get a Joe Alt offensive tackle from Notre Dame if you want to move Evan Neal inside. I don't know that the Giants are going to do that, but it's a possibility. So, you know, looking at uh, looking at a Joe Alt could be uh, could be a path for the Giants. It's hard for me to trade out of that spot, but if the if the haul is right, if the players if you're satisfied with the players you would be targeting, you know, if you move down to the middle of the first round or or the the bottom third of the first round, if you're happy with the players you think you'd be targeting, then it's worth considering. I also think it's it's worth considering you know, moving up using those second round picks to move back up into the first round and get a JJ McCarthy or a Michael Penix if or or Bo Nix if if that's what you want to do. In an ideal world, the Giants would be able to sit tight at 39 or 47 or 70 and get the guy that they wanted, but I don't know that that's going to happen. Anyway, uh, Giants fans, I, I would encourage you to uh, to stop by Big Blue View. That post should be up uh, on the site around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock on Wednesday morning. Please give that a read as well. Wanted to uh, touch base on a couple of coaching notes uh, before I call it a show. The, uh, the Giants on Tuesday denied the Dallas Cowboys permission to to speak with defensive line coach Andre Patterson about a lateral move to the Cowboys to coach that same position for Dallas. Not surprising at all that the Cowboys would ask. Patterson worked with the new Dallas defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer for many, many years when Zimmer was the uh, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Zimmer and Patterson are close. Patterson did a lot of tremendous work for Zimmer in Minnesota. No surprise at all that the Cowboys would ask to bring uh, to to bring Patterson in for an interview and try to bring him to Dallas. Also, not surprising in the least that the Giants would say no. The Giants understand how good of a coach. Andre Patterson is. They understand the impact that he's had on Dexter Lawrence. They understand how good he is at developing players. And they have lots of young players there like Jordan Riley and DJ Davidson. And they'll probably be most likely draft at least one more defensive lineman, you know, this coming spring. But they understand how good of a head of a of a defensive line coach Andre Patterson is. And they were within their rights to say no, and uh, absolutely not surprised that they did so. Also, just a quick note in case you hadn't seen it, Bobby Johnson fired as a Giants offensive line coach, surfaced the other day as offensive line coach, new offensive line coach for the Washington Commanders. Very, very curious how that's going to work out in Washington. The Commanders, a lot like the Giants, had a had a poor offensive line in 2023. Poor offensive line, really, the last couple of years. Curious to see if Johnson has any more success in Washington than he did in New York. Obviously, in New York, Giants replaced Johnson with former Las Vegas Raiders offensive line coach Carmen Brasillo, and we'll see how that works out. We'll see how it works out for Johnson in Washington. 
just a uh, an interesting hire that in, that uh, Bobby Johnson winds up staying in the NFC East. All right, Giants fans, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have for you today. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.